don't know what I was waiting for And my time was running wild A million dead-end streets And every time I thought I got it made It seemed the taste was not so sweet So I turned myself to face me But I've never caught a glimpse How the others must see the faker I'm much too fast to take that test Ch-ch-ch-changes Turn and face the strange Ch-ch-changes Don't wanna be a richer man Ch-ch-ch-changes Turn and face the strange Alright, so guys with Glasses Show, welcome Hey, Bob Hey, Bob. Hey, hey Timo, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. It's um, a- another cold day. It's cold in my snow tomorrow. Seems like a theme when I'm coming over to your Studio A. It might. Be, it's kind of weird that it was 65 degrees two days ago, and now it's cold again. I know. It was cold last week. We get a little break, and now it's cold again. we got to record. El Nino. <laughs> the boy. Yeah, so... so um. I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and and let's let's talk about the beers we have in front of us. Yeah, and then well, we also I've, have a, we have a JoJo back as well, as guest guest producer. We do have JoJo back. Yeah, <laughs> good to have JoJo back in the studio. I think he's taking the helm over there, um, the social media chair. Well, that's good. How how does the uh, does it look like we're recording properly over there, JoJo? It does. Uh, okay. We are in the red, as they say. Yes. Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> I hope that's good. <laughs> Me too. You know, because we're we're so good at this. <laughs> hey, T Bone, thanks so much for bringing some fresh beer. It's been a while since we've <laughs> we went selected beers, all leftovers. Well, we 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 have a um, we got a fifty percent sponsor tonight. Um, JoJo sponsored fifty percent of the beer. Tonight. Oh, that's cool. Thank you, JoJo. You're welcome. Well, actually, probably fifty nine percent. I I stuck him with the more expensive <laughs> six pack. Oh, okay. Um. But yeah, so I, I I'm going back to an old friend here, um, and you know we've we've hung out with them and and I would love to make them a sponsor of the show. But Sonkin Creek, I'm drinking I'm drinking their Stonefly India Pale Ale, which I actually really like. That's the yeah their it's got a dragonfly on the label. There's two of theirs that I really like, and the other one wasn't available, so I grabbed this one. Okay, um, I think that's the one that gets most of the attention. Yeah, it, I I really it's a good beer and yeah. I like it a lot. Yeah, you also grabbed uh um from Dogfish Head. You're their their uh, that's their, their sixty minute. Yeah, India yeah India Pale Ale. It's yeah, great. it's their sixty minute. It's nice. Yeah, it's, it's a good it's, beer. It's a good beer. Thanks for not getting the one twenty. That's a little too much. <laughs> I, w- I wish they sold. If I could get the one twenty, I would get the one twenty every time, because I would only need one versus two or three of those. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, you drink it the same. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Jojo, what you drinking over there? Red's Pale Ale. It's very good. Oh, yeah? Really? Isn't that a, an apple cider? Yes. So Red's Apple Ale, uh, red with two Ds. The extra D is for delicious. It's very good. Oh, good. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. My, my mom would want to come over and have some of that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. It's, it's all right. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have a little nipple on that sippy cup over there. And we'll, it'll be all right. Um, we're just happy to have him in the, yeah, in the studio. So uh, I think it, we haven't done a toast in a while. And so I'm going to, 
Um, yeah, I think it's time. Today is a pretty sad day for a lot of us. And yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna raise raise a, a glass um, to the legendary vocalist, actor. He, he did it all. Artist, um, stylist. Yeah, you, you name it. He he was. He lived great. his life like an artist. Yeah. So David Bowie, here's a glass. A beer. Or cider. You're here. So I I I thought you know we we, we would toast him and then I I thought we'd just talk a little bit. I mean we we open up the show with a little with a little Bowie. Um, yeah. Musically, and so I thought we'd just talk a little bit about him. You know, it for me, I I grew up. You know, well, you did as well, you know, through the 70s. And what a huge influence he had on musicians during the time, fashion. Um, and then in the 80s, you know, my my memories, I wasn't a, a big fan of his, but I certainly recognized his influence at that time. And then later in life really became, you know, to appreciate what he was. I think all of us who grew up in the 70s and 80s probably were too young to really understand Ziggy Stardust in 73. Sure, sure. Um, but, and then we, we all knew about David Bowie. He was around and we knew about him. Let's dance era. <clears throat> yeah. And then he was in a bunch of movies in the eighties too. Right. And, Hunger and a couple other things. Yeah. And you know, for me, my, I really love the, the movie Labyrinth. Yeah, a lot of people the labyrinth that's sort of like <laughs> along with Goonies. I never I yeah. never got got hooked into that, but yeah. Um well I was I was a huge MC what, Escher what fan. Is, what year is Labyrinth like mid 80s, 84 maybe yeah. maybe same around yeah. time as Let's Dance album. Yeah. 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 Um so I was a huge MC Escher fan. Um I was oh, an yeah. artist in in you know in middle school and high school I did a lot of pencil and etching drawings. Um and so they they drew a lot, you know, especially from Relativity, one of his pieces of work in that. And so I got really interested in that. And then, you know, just David Bowie's um, portrayal in that was just eerie and and haunting and scary and mystical. And it was, it was there were so many things that I, I, I was instantly drawn to his character. And, you know, you, you look at Ziggy Stardust and some of the more... He kind of, he kind of really made um, out there attainable, you know. <laughs> and, I mean, he said it, but he also did it where he found out early on. Actually, he started out as like folk singer, and then he yeah. came to the states in the seventies, and and there was the New York Dolls, and he realized, oh, I got to do this, and then he kind of invented the whole Ziggy Stardust thing. But then he realized he was better off doing characters with for an album or two and then he could reinvent himself yeah yeah and he started that cycle early on and he never stopped yeah and you know as an artist to live your life as an artist and and he lived it fully he wasn't just a musician it was the way he dressed and the way he lived right 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 he 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 tried everything and i think all of us are can be use that as inspiration to live our life you know just to be not not be afraid and just to live the life that wherever the wind takes you. Yeah, I mean, you you said, you know, when you talk about characterization, you know, I I saw him in so many different roles that weren't just sci-fi or or that 
or that kind of mystical thing. But he also did normal. He did a couple um, where he was um, a war hero or, you know, just different roles acting that weren't even musical roles. And it was just, he could, he could kind of take on that persona. And and I think there was such depth to him as a human being that he was able to kind of stretch himself as an artist to do that. You know, I, just a couple of days ago, it was before this. I, I ran across a, a recording of him and, and Freddie Mercury doing, um, doing um, under pressure, and it was just the vocal tracks. Oh, really? From that, yeah, it was isolated vocal tracks, and you know, I'm listening to it, and I'm like, man, just the the two of them going, you know, going toe to toe. And, you know, you, you take one individually and you go, man, they're just amazing musicians. Then you put them together and their harmonies were fantastic. And, yeah. And, you know, you could tell that both of them were very um, into what they were doing and and making it their own. They weren't, it wasn't David Bowie trying to be Freddie Mercury or trying to compete with Fr- Freddie Mercury. It was definitely David Bowie. And then well, I on think the, the both. Side, I think both, I, I think both of them were very theatrical though like oh absolutely yeah Uh, Yeah. there's musicians i think we get there's lots of musicians who are great artists and they're musicians and that's really where they put their energies and then there's david bowie who was you know he lived his whole life theatrically in in a way he absorbed every character and and became that and but honestly you know so i I don't know I, there was a lot of genuine, genuine, yeah, experimentation, it, yeah. and then then and then living it as fully as he could, and then moving on to the next thing. Right. It wasn't just him trying to impersonate. No, he created a whole another right. character, and he would he would be that be that character. Yeah, yeah. genuinely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Which you know is, I I have a hard time genuinely being me, <laughs> it, you yeah. know, and 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 then to to try to be somebody else. And and, I mean, and fully immerse yeah. and do it honestly and yeah. immerse yourself in that, man. It would be so. I I, I don't know that I could do that. I just I think uh, there's also another part of me that he he, he I guess he, the the album that he just released uh, only a few days ago he didn't I guess I who knows we'll probably find out more about it later but he didn't want anyone to to rate it on him being sick and so he kept he kept the fact that he had cancer. A secret for the past year and a half yeah. and um he he apparently was i haven't listened to the album i actually bought it but i haven't listened to the whole thing yet but I, apparently he you know he addressed death and the end yeah <laughs> and yeah. he um I, I the fact that that he didn't want it to be about him dying and it was a, it was such a shock to everybody i didn't even know he was gonna go right right so it's just it's as almost as if he died in a plane crash or a car crash or something he yeah just, that's i just feel i was floored when i found out this morning i was yeah. just floored yeah and I, I did listen to one of the tracks um i haven't got a chance oh, to listen yeah and it was it was as good as anything oh, he's yeah. done. It's definitely i listened to one track it's very eerie and 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 yeah it's yeah so i I I'm I haven't bought the album, but I'm I'm going to, and I I'm I'm pretty sure that I'm going to like it. Yeah, I think you will too. Yeah, so you know I think the world lost a a great artist, um, an inspiration for a lot of people too. Yeah, yeah, and and so I, when I was <clears throat> one of my favorite 
favorite, you know, we just come out of the holidays. Um, I love the Little Drummer Boy, which is one of my favorite oh, yeah. Christmas songs. Um, the one they did with Bing Crosby. Well, he about. hated. Bing Crosby? No. Uh-huh. He, he hated the Little Drummer Boy. That's, oh, he did? He okay. hated that. And he refused to sing it. And, you know, it was like he he wasn't into Bing Crosby. And Bing Crosby really didn't know who he was. But it was for Bing Crosby's Chris holiday special right. or Christmas special. And um, it was recorded, you know, weeks before um, Bing Crosby died. Oh, and, I didn't realize it was right before he died. Yeah, and they actually wrote the Peace on Earth bit days before the taping of that. And so it was, a lot of it was actually ad-lib counterpoint to Little Drummer Boy. And so, hey, hand me something out of that. Uh, um, that new Belgian brewery accumulation, That I got that. Um, so they kind of put that for that special. And so they recorded it in like two or three takes. I mean, it was very minimal. And well, both of them were just professionals, right? And so, yeah. um, and then what comes out of it is kind of a holiday standard now. Yeah. You know, it's a beautiful piece, and, and his lyric in it is just so haunting, and it's so perfectly Bowie. Yeah. You know, so. I, I, I can't got, remember what year that was. Ooh, it was. Um, yeah, if we only had a, a producer, who a could producer look could look that. at, yeah. had access to the Googles. Yeah. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Make point, that point taken. Make that <laughs> make that iPad Pro work for you. <laughs> Jesus, that's a huge ass screen. Yeah. Did you break your laptop? There's. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Gee, uh, that's the one I've ever. That's the first one I've seen out in the in the wild. <laughs> dude, I, it, it is, I I hate to leave this somber moment, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stare with envy at that boy over there I mean, typing. It looks, very, it looks like a glowing orb, but it just it also looks too big to me. Yeah, dude, it's almost as wide as he is. Yeah. Oh, well, that's not fair. Uh, thank you, maybe. I'm not sure. Uh, so we were doing Peace on Earth, Little Drummer Boy, right with David Bowie. Yeah, what yeah, year yeah. was that? 1977. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. that's after Ziggy Stardust, but before Let's Dance. So yeah. He was still kind of a, a kook. Yeah, he hey, was... he was like the best kook ever. Like, he embraced kook. He even had an album called Kooks. Yeah. He was the craziest kook ever, and he embraced it, and people... Loved him for it. Everybody appreciates David Bowie. So cheers to David Bowie, man. Cheers to David Bowie. <clears throat> All yeah. right. Rest in peace, Bob. Or we'll, we'll just you're out there in the stars now. <laughs> we'll have you forever. Um. Yeah, I want to. No, I want to go back to this. Like the iPad Pro? I, okay. Look at the iPad Pro, dude. What have you? How's multitasking working on that? You're not multitasking. Why aren't you multitasking? You've got this big ass screen. Split that shit in half. Okay. Uh, do you know how to do that? I do know how to do that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Would you like for me to teach you how to do that? No. No. I'm that could be a pro tip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I you've do. got a pencil too. I do. Yes. Did you beat somebody up for that? Did you? Uh, it's a little little uh, brick and mortar store called eBay. Well, what's going on over here, money bags? Got this, <laughs> no, no, no. Which which iPad Pro is that? Is that the? Did you win? The, wait, the Powerball. I know Let's the Powerball. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta talk about that. <laughs> yeah, right. Did you buy a ticket last week? 
Uh, who, I, what fucking asshole didn't buy a ticket? I know. I, if, you, if you didn't, I'm going to punch you square you're, you're in the an face. Idiot. Show up to the studio and as I'll punch you. As stupid as it is to buy a ticket to think they're going to win, to yeah. not have Dude, $3 if, to put down a dream, you're, you're crazy. Dude, you All right. And this so, guy, what did he win? Like four or four know, numbers he, or something? He, he had to hit all of them and then the Powerball. <laughs> Just one number, actually. Because <laughs> it was such a big lottery. Which, which one is that to start with? Is that the. Nine gigabyte or the one twenty eight? Um, it's the one twenty eight. Oh, of course it is. Well, of course it is. It's the, cellular. Is this too. A, I was going to say, is it the cellular? Jesus, yeah, can, somebody you, doesn't like to share their Wi Fi, so I'm on cellular right now. Otherwise, we wouldn't be tweeting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can give you that Wi Fi password offline. <laughs> oh yeah, he's stingy with that. He's but uh, the, all kidding aside, the the multitasking is cool because it's like having two iPad mini side by side when you're doing the split screen. Holy jeez. But but I don't see that. Do it. I want to see it. Okay. Now. Okay. Oh. All right. Well, we, all right. Well, gonna, he's well, he's trying into, to figure out that. We were going to jump into CES. Right? Yeah, but let's, let's, let's skip back for a second. Yeah, that lottery. Let's talk about that for just a second. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't play the lottery. But you'd be, I'd be stupid if I didn't throw something in my hat in on that. What is it now? One point three billion. Yeah, it was it was seven hundred million, eight hundred million last last week, and we we played. You know, just we threw we threw a couple numbers up. My wife and I. She's doing it with friends at work. Yeah, it's and crazy. So you just got to be in just to, for the dream. Yeah, it's worth I mean, three bucks it, just. It's worth. It's right. You don't spend. You know, fit five hundred dollars on it because even that doesn't really increase your odds that much. But I, I'm definitely going to throw in there. You know, what's the chance I might win a million dollars and and I can buy my dream house and fourteen cars and and uh, according to Cho, you know, that's going to be enough to do anything. We were talking about what we'd do with a million dollars. I know, right? <laughs> a <laughs> billion point, dollars. <laughs> yeah. So after taxes, you're looking at probably seven hundred million. Well, if it's a one point three, uh, my wife figured out what eight hundred million was going to be. That was going to be five hundred forty-seven million if you took the annuity and after taxes. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Jesus and if balls. it's one point three billion, you're looking at probably nine hundred million after taxes. That's insane. Yeah, that's not that's, even that's not even comprehensible. I, I literally could give a million dollars to every friend of mine, and still have eight hundred ninety nine million dollars. I don't know. You have fifteen hundred friends on Facebook, and they'll be coming. Uh, they would all be clawing. Yeah, I would delete my Facebook instantly. That's one way to get the subscribers up. That's for sure. <laughs> right. So, um, so yeah, one point three billion. I, I can't even comprehend that. But if it, you're stupid if you don't at least throw something in, right? Yeah. I you're mean, not going to win. It's you're about, not going to win. It's about the dream. It's about like you buy it and then you think about it for a while and you think you think about all the stuff that you could do and 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 then maybe you if you don't win, you don't win, you get off your ass and you go make your life happen. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So crazy. And what's that? You know what? The local state lotteries... Um, the local state lotteries pay for education. I don't know what the like the Powerball. It's a it's a national lottery. I don't know what that pays for. Um. So it it's it's interesting that every time we get a new listener on on we should on get a life, bell. 
We should. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of bell could we get if we had? Listen, Daddy. Every time a bell rings, we got a new listener. <laughs> Jesus, you, you, that's pitiful. What do you mean? That was pretty good, Juju. Uh, no, 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 that wasn't. No, it wasn't a good Juju. No, no. pinch your left ball just a little bit more you, when you I do that. I want to hear your your. Zuzu. Oh, I can't do that. And you hear my voice; it's a little deeper than yours. Oh, I think we got Danny on here too. Oh, we're just collecting everybody. I'm, I'm, I'm hype. I'm hype. I'm hyping. Our record, our live listener record is nine. We're up yeah. to five. We're up to five. Me. All right, we're we're shooting for nine. Yeah. Let's go for ten. And you still tell owe your us friends. A, you tell still, your friends. You still owe us a tuba break. I do. I do. If we get Cho back in the studio with his ukulele, <laughs> maybe you put a tuba. <laughs> if Cho comes back, I'll bring my all my right, horn. Right. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. So something happened this past week, right? In Las Vegas. Oh yeah, what was that? Was oh, that yeah. yeah? Somebody gambled at the blackjack table. Is that what it was? Oh yeah. Was no. that something to do with Powerball? Uh, might as well. It's as it's as it's as far fetched and random as I can get. It was the oh, Consumer yeah, the, oh, Electronic show. show. Yeah, CES for all those um, non-believers out there. Um, so CES. What are your thoughts on CES in general? Uh, the idea fascinates me. It just seems like a, a junkie show now. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting, you know, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. It's, it's the largest electronics consumer show out there. It's usually where the new TVs are announced. Um, new electronics, you know, if there's a new video game, console coming out or something about think about ces like when it started back in the maybe the 80s or 90s i don't know yeah it was there was no internet there was no there was hardly anybody reviewing technology there was no way was it you hate that yeah is it bad beer no it's not bad beer it's just i i tried new belgium seasonal accumulation and how is it um, Aren't you, well, you just saw the face I made. Yeah, is New was, Belgium like your, your favorite brewery uh, in the whole uh, world that you want to go work for? I do like New Belgium Brewery, but they're my my least favorite beer of all time. Was from New Belgium? Is New Belgium? And is that it right there? No. <laughs> but this is. This Let me is, ask you a question. Yeah, you have such a boner for New Belgium. I don't even understand. I mean, Fat Tire is okay. Who cares? Uh, it's not any for, better for, for to me. For me, New Belgium sort of, isn't about the the. I, I love Fat Tire, um, but it isn't about the great beer. It's the attitude. It you got to go visit the brewery, man, and and you'll you you trust me, you'd have a good time. You still have to produce the good goods, though. They do. Eh. Sounds yeah. like sounds like you have two of your worst beers are from the same brewery. Yeah, well, well, one's a seasonal, and the other gets produced like one every once every twelve years. It, it's not. Are you gonna yeah. finish that beer? I'm debating. Okay. I don't know if I want to have another drink. Um, but yeah, see, so CES, um, it, it's interesting, you know, as, as a Mac user and an Apple, you know, fanboy, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'm an Apple fanboy. Yeah. And they've never been there though, but they don't but go, you know what? but 70% of it is related to Apple products. Well, it is now. <clears throat> yeah. Well, it's in the last six, seven years since the, I no. Probably longer than that since the iPod. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Cases and yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. So. 
Well, I mean, you're still a good place to release uh, to release a new TV. Um, it's a good place to relate. If you're like a, a, a startup, it's a good place to, uh, you know, do a home kit type thing. Yeah. Speaking of home kit, did you notice my, my self locking door that. Oh no, I miss, I miss the, <laughs> I'll show that you the way out. I, I miss the door. I got the Schlage, uh, oh, did you? lock thing. Yeah. It's oh, nice. Cool. My wife wasn't very happy about that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it, it's, well, it's an expensive purchase. Yeah. Yeah. How's it work? It's pretty cool. Is it? Yeah. It's a little noisy. The, the original, the, the locks we bought for our new doors were the same brand. It's like just regular yeah. locks. So it matches perfectly with the finish. And the, the locking system on the inside is pretty noisy. But other than that, like all the feet, you, you can enter with a keypad. You can, you can set it to unlock on your way home. You, there's just, can you send out, um, can you send out electronic keys to people? You can, what you can do is you can set like an electronic passcode because mm. it has a keypad on it mm. for that will be temporary. Right. So if right. you wanted someone to come in between one and three during weekdays to clean mm. the house, or if you wanted someone just to come in to feed the cats, right, right, you could have that expire after a week or something. Yeah. And then I have a passcode for for like me and my son and and my wife, so they all have different passcode, and you can see who enters and enters enters and exits. Yeah. Which is kind of dorky, but the <laughs> nicest part is it's all locked. It's all part of HomeKit. Right, right. So the Apple TV manages it all from from when I'm away from home. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> when you do, is it is it geofence? So when you when you well, near, I, you, it here's unlocks the thing. For like you? here's the whole HomeKit thing. It's all very clunky right now. Everything is still a little bit, a little bit clunky. Um. So. Uh, we, you know, I like you see the Philips Hue. Like I'm still playing with that, but. I'm trying to get it to work so that when you show up at a certain time of day, the lights go on a certain time of day, it will just unlock it. So Right. Oh, but interesting. It, but it, right now, I just have it set to lock after four minutes, you know, right? automatically. That's cool. Yeah. And you've tested that? Oh, that works great. By since your car, since your, um, the problem your phone the, the down the road. With, the thing with HomeKit right now is, and it's kind of cool and it's also kind of the drawback, is the whole idea is to set it up so that multiple vendors can make individual toys to work with HomeKit. The problem is that each one of those vendors have their own app and they work in different ways. So you need to like a ring to, to join them all together. And that's kind of what I'm trying to figure out now. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So I, I only have one really home thing and it doesn't work with HomeKit. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? So I, I'm, I'm definitely not up with with you lottery winners over here with all your dough yeah. and everything. Which one is that? The home kit that doesn't work with home kit? Um, the canary, the canary um, oh, the home secu- security the security. Yeah, which you can access actually it from really an app, right? But it doesn't uh, attach home kit, right? Yet, yet. Yet, I bet you so they're. It, I bet you they're at CES. Back to CES. I bet you they're there. They're, they probably are. So it lets you know if there's a gas leak in the mine, but otherwise doesn't connect to HomeKit. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, so you know when I when I when I've been looking up CES stuff and following it, I mean, really drones is where eighty five percent of the talking comes in. So I I, I my daughter got 
a drone, not a great drone, but a drone for, for Christmas. And it's a lot of fun, but, um, I don't, I don't see, I can never put, I saw a $2,600 drone. What do you do with a $2,600 drone? Break it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Or at least worry about breaking it. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, I, I wouldn't fly it for fear of breaking it. Yeah, it's, it's, um, so drones, I mean, does anybody have, what, what's the deal with drones? Why would you spend $2,600 for a drone? Uh, cause you have lots of money. I don't know. Well, you know what? Some of those drones are pretty cool. You can put like a ocular headsets on and you, you, the camera, you're driving the drone. You can drive through little teeny spaces and stuff. It's pretty cool. Actually, they ra- race the drones and stuff. People, people with like, iPad pros have those drones. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can get you can get some pretty sophisticated. They have like high def cameras on them. Yeah, yeah. Have, no, I get you, that. You put the you put the head headsets on where you can you can basically drive them from the perspective of the drone. You can drive them through little teeny little caverns and stuff. Yeah. And that's probably the range you're looking at. Right. Twenty six hundred dollars. Yeah. That's something that's like, and then you race them. To some of, some people go to these big races where they race drones. Really, it's so actually pretty cool. Jojo, do you have a, a drone? You do, don't you? you? Have one of the nice ones, don't you? I have a feeling I know where this whole show is going. Uh, I do. I do not have a nice one though. It's already broken. My son broke it. But <laughs> <laughs> wait, how much was it? How much oh, was I'm, it? I'm not spending twenty six hundred drone. Not yet. Uh, no, it's one of those little ones. It was, <laughs> it was like I don't know. Uh, say a hundred dollars. The battery life is like six minutes and it, you know, flies up in the air once because the wind knocks it over and, you know, destroys it. But it is fun. Uh, but best, I think, for the aerial photos. Yeah. And the the short, very short life of HD video you can record. But, uh, yeah, I, I break them too easily. I'm not spending that kind of money on it. Right. So, yeah. so you know, we, we watch drones fly over. We watch videos from that. You know, the, the new Apple Campus 2 videos are all done on a drone. So it's kind of cool, but what practical, how fun application is it? You know, I, it, I, I mean, I love flying Lexi. It's actually more of an airplane slash drone. Cause it has the, the wings actually tilt. So that's kind of cool. Um, it's kind of like a, a Harrier, if you will. Um, takes off vertically like a helicopter and tilts and becomes an airplane. It's a lot of fun. Um, but that's not $2,600 worth of fun. I agree. Yeah, it's there's a line there. It is fun, but at that price, you're definitely professionally shooting really high-quality video. And, uh, yeah, you can't afford that in the iPad Pro. Yeah, no, <laughs> you can't. No, you can't do both. One or the other. One or the other. So, um so you know, there's a slew of TVs. I I have a I have two sub one thousand dollar TVs. Yeah. Why would I need? What I I'm not going to change those out anytime soon. Well, I mean, most of the reviewers are saying that the the 4K TVs are not up to snuff yet. Well, they are, but they're just way too expensive, and there's not enough content. Right. So if you have a ten, if you have a 1080p um, if you have a 1080p TV, you should just wait a year or two. Yeah, it's it, it, so you know. I've got a 1080p. I've got a 720. They're 
almost identical with the exception of the number of pixels on and they're both plasmas so the the color reproduction and the refresh rates are fantastic um the the darks are dark it's pretty awesome but what what is i don't i don't see the draw for for these tvs talk me through that for what like a 4k tv yeah it's sort of i don't know i mean i guess i'm guessing that's sort of like uh your same your same situation is if you had bought you know a 1080p when 720 was out yeah, but I, I honestly can't tell the difference between my 1080 and my 720. Do and you have a 720? I still? have a 720 yeah. and a 1080, and I cannot tell the difference. I Maybe I'm the, the yeah, I know I have a bad eye, but I, I yeah, right? So it's great. Um, so, I mean, talk to me. Tell me. Tell me why. What's this idea of curved TVs? That just seems like bullshit to me. Because it's on like a fifty-inch TV even, that's looked, curved. I haven't even looked at one. If it, if it's one hundred and twenty-eight feet of curved screen, I can understand that. But you know, uh, um, what, what I don't understand. Talk 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 to me. Tell me tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm dumb. Jojo, you got any uh, feedback on that? Four K TV yet? I do not. No, ten eighty P. I have like uh, T Bone said. I have a seven twenty to ten eighty. Um, for most TV shows, I can't tell the difference. Uh, maybe on a Blu-ray, side by side, but to the naked eye, I can't tell. I think it's so when you walk up close to it and look at it is when yeah. you can see it. Yeah, which if you're too close to that TV, then you're too close to it, right? Just further yeah. away from it. But uh, yeah. talking about the curved TVs, I think I've done a little research on that. And I guess when you think about how the light reflects back into your eye, when it's curved, it actually angles back to your face, kind of pointed at your face. If you think of... Your eyes looking at like it. As, I can see. I can see that for a huge theater, but for your house, it just seems kind of. Uh, it's it's too much because your sofa is not going to be as far enough away from that as it should be. Yeah. So I mean, we we probably all sit way too close to our TVs if you go to like an actual yeah. Yeah. sound, a professional sound setup person. But the curved, I think, is just another thing. It's like the 3D glass TV that didn't really go over so. Um, but the curves just are just 3D didn't even go over too too. No. Well. But I like I always love looking at the curved ones when I go to like BJ's or Sam's Club, and it's they are uh, this, the the picture is just breathtaking. Oh, you can hear me, right? Yeah. So <laughs> so there were some really interesting things um, out of CES. Um, yeah. What do you? I mean, besides, I, who cares about TVs? Yeah. So I mean, that's that's what happens always. The, the, the big thing is, and we talked about this last week when we talked about new technology. They're trying to push, you know, ocular vision. Yeah, They're trying to push. Yeah, which is going to probably start being more of a gaming thing now. They're trying to push um, home automation. They're trying to push TVs every year because they got to make money doing something. But they hit such a they hit such a winner with 1080p. They really it was like a perfect combination of Blu-ray. Yeah. The st- streaming media came up to date at the same time for like three four years. CES was just selling tons of TVs at high rates at high prices, but people once they got that, they're like, why do I need it? Like, you know, it's just, right. It's on a ten-year run now. The 1080p is going to go for ten years, and some really rich people are going to pay for the newest 4K version. But they even have 8K out now. That's insane. Ugh. There's no there's no information that can even pump out. There's no 
media that will even pump yeah. out 8K, much less 4K. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, there, it, yeah I was going to say, it would be like three minutes on a Blu-ray. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I feel like sometimes technology, there's a, like a doubling rate to technology, and it gets faster and faster. And the people who, the engineers who make that software, that hardware and software, they're, it's great that they're pushing, you know, doubling the, yeah, yeah. the ability. But the what, what what people really need isn't really that's not what people really need, and and there are things that just could use some more attention, like artificial intelligence or just. And, well, but that that's how we're going to get there. Is those engineers keep pushing that? Well, but there okay, is but a, are we going to get there by having by having? Are we going to get there by by having AK? No, but that's how you. That's how you figure out how the human eye works, and I and, guess you're right. Yeah. You know, and then you miniaturize that, right? You 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 turn that into little little screens that are posted stamps. Yeah, right. Um, but for for me, you know, I, I'm all for those engineers doing that and figuring that out. But consumer wise, there is a point of diminishing returns, and it's you know, <laughs> I the I heard somebody say the best gaming gear and from CES, and they had this controller that was um, it's called the Mad Mat Mad Cats Lynx Nine, and I've got a picture of it, and I'm going to show it around the room. But if you if you Google the Mad Cats Lynx Nine, if you're if you're out there, it is absolutely ridiculous for a controller. What the fuck is that? Exactly. What, what is that for? What what game console is that for? That's like a scary mess. It's like an Xbox or, or PS2. It does. It looks like, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, got, oh, it's like a third party. It's for, a third party controller. It with, okay. It's got a keypad already. It's got some D-pads. It's got some joysticks. It's, uh, it's, I, it really looks like it's a scary transformer yeah. is what it is. Um. So I, I mean, it looks like a face. It's so crazy. Look that uh, up. What's that called again? The Mad Cats Lynx Nine. Yeah. L L Y N X Nine. Yeah. It's it, it's kind of ridiculous what it what it does. Um. Throw me another beer over there. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, man. Stand by. Stand by. Oh, I like this guy. Um, drinking the Victory Hop Devil. Yeah. It's I've been. Good... I've already been hitting it. Um, but my, my, the one thing I did see from, from CES that I would like to have in my house, um, besides all of those, um, fancy cars, um, is the Soma bar robo bartender, the Soma bar (laughs) robo bartender, you put liquor in it and it makes up to like three or 400 different drinks based on those, on that edition. Soma bar, what is it called? Soma. Soma bar, Soma bar, all one word, mm-hmm. robo ha- um, hyphen bartender. And it's, it's basically this, it's the Keurig of, of bar drinks. But I, I think it would be good to, to have, um, you know, a Keurig for, for alcoholic drinks. That'd be good. What, what, like, like what is it like a little cup holder that you put in and yeah, you put your drink. drink in, and I think it has an app, and you 
pro, you know, say what you want, a Manhattan, yeah. you want a, a martini, dirty, whatever. Yeah. And it makes it. Yeah. For you. You know, based out of the, the, the liquors you put in six or eight whatever liquors and Wouldn't you rather just get a kegerator? Oh, all right. If but if you're an alcohol drinker versus a beer drinker. Yeah. I and mean, there are some people who there don't drink beer. Who, there was somebody I can't remember it was like on a food food channel where they um they they had like liquor in a powder that you could mix in stuff and and they uh they tried to get drunk on it and they couldn't yeah it was just it was sort of stupid but <laughs> it was like a it was like a it was liquor in a powder that you could mix in well that interesting <clears throat> yeah is that possible i don't know i don't think it is so that that's kind of all I have on CES. I've I've done a little research. Well, I, I take that back. There is a world of of sex toys in CES. Yeah. That you know you put you control your you, you control your your sex toy with your phone Did or, you or look whatever. Into that? Do you have some information about that? No. There, there was one that the French um, came from a French company called the Bird or Little Bird or something, and it I don't know even. You just control it from your phone. I don't know. I, <laughs> that's the best I've got. Okay, uh, but you know, there's a whole CD underbelly. I mean, it, it, I guess you've got booth babes. Yeah, and 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 which is a whole nother topic. But this year is really more about fitness. Yeah. So a lot of the the booth babes are now fitness um, models, well, male is, and it female. Is La- it is Las Vegas. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. I mean, when you're selling a car there, or any sort of convention, you're gonna. Yeah, you gotta have booth babes. You're gonna have the booth babes, yeah. Yep. And I'm all for it. <clears throat> all right, man. I'm. I think. I'm, I think I'm ready. Are you ready? Is it time? I think it's time. I got something different this week. All right. All right. Let's 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 move app on. Of the week. App of the week. Yeah. Now, I you have what you wanted to try to start a new segment called uh, <laughs> some uh, app flop or flop of the week or something. Yeah, I was thinking about that, and I mean, I can understand that you've you've you fumbled across something that was uh, that was um, <clears throat> that was really a stinker that you were surprised how bad it was. But I'm thinking, well, why would we want to promote stuff that sucked? Unless something was, I <laughs> know, right? Unless something was truly offensive. Is it? Like is our, it? Is it promoting or is it dumping on? Uh, I, I like. I, I like know. to dump. I you, mean, you, you you like to dump on things I as do, much as I, I do. do. I do, but I also But when you give, when you give somebody or something or or someone a who is in who is uh, a waste of time, your attention. You are still there. There, they are succeeding, at you know, they're succeeding. So I'd almost rather just sort of ignore uh, people, things, or websites that are sort of a drag or have nothing to offer to life. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. But I, <clears throat> I, I think it's 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 just as important to to kind of dog on that stuff. Yeah, as it is, you know, the nine million fart apps. You know, yeah. I, 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 I think it's just important to dog yeah, yeah. on this. Yeah. So. All right. Well, what do you have for app of the week? You got anything? I do. Give me a second, because you know I have technology rolling over here. Um, 
and and this is kind of kind of timely because um it's cold outside yeah and so there's hundreds of these and this is the kind of the one I kind of kind of flock to this this go around it's called ski and snow and it's ski conditions and you can put in the ski resort of your choice uh, or multiple ski resorts to get the conditions and it actually pulls from their Twitter feed and um, resort resort web um, page ski and snow app like yeah that. yeah it's called ski ampersand snow oh wait uh, okay and it's I don't know who it's by um, ski and snow report um, looks like snowcountry.com is is where you, it pulls its stuff does it look like a is this it yeah that's it All right. that's it no it looks like um, a skier and snowboarder in a shield oh it's a little different that's weird yeah Okay. Zumobi, I think. Okay. But well, uh, it's. But I, do you let me ask you a question? Yeah, man. I I just want to give you some. Uh, I just want to say, I think it's awesome that you've gotten very healthy over the last year. But when's the last time you actually skied? Um, two years ago on a broken foot. Are you gonna try? I it skied this year? about twelve it, times on a broken foot. I am going to ski gets, on Thursday. I'm going to ski on Thursday. Right. If anybody would like to meet me at the slopes, have... I'm going to ski on Thursday. Okay. Yeah, I just want to see what my body can do at this By point. By yourself? Yeah. Have you already? Are you setting it up with your family? No. I, this is me. My my daughter's really enjoying um, enjoying learning how to ski, and so this is me going out to see what my body can do, so that I can go with her. So I can feel good about that. If I if I struggle at it, I, I've been skiing since I was 12 years old. I'm a great skier. But in the last five, six years, my body is not the same as it used to be. Yeah. Um, and two years ago, I went skiing you know, seven or eight times, but I did it on a broken foot. And so I wasn't very good. I mean, my good is still probably better than you know, 50% of people out there. Really? Yeah. Are I'm a good skier. snowboarder or just ski? Ski. I, I've tr- I've attempted snowboarding on multiple occasions. I'm okay, but it used hurts to be a, too used much. Used to be a big guy. I mean, used to like be a big skier. So. Yeah, yeah. And I. When's the last time you bought a pair of skis? Um. And and boots and all that. The bindings. The um. Twelve twelve years ago. And how much did those things cost? Like twelve years ago. 12 um. Years ago, like that. My boards were probably a good five hundred bucks. Then another three four hundred dollars for bindings. Five hundred bucks for over a thousand bucks for boots. Yeah, but I, I'm. You think yeah. still has a technology, and that's one of those technology things where technology changes yeah. all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like they were stable for a long time, and then it's like golf clubs, and yeah, then all of a sudden, yeah, shape skis come into play. Um, and I mean, I sure I'm guessing their style changes. Like some for some years, those probably longer skis and, yeah. and the shorter skis. Yeah. But the bindings are like a huge deal. Yeah, they are. As a matter of fact, the bindings and boards that I have now are truly out of date. And 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 if they're twelve years old. They're they're not that old, but they are. They're out of date. And so I'm going to um, really spend some time and see what I can do. And if and if I enjoy it enough, getting back to it, I'll I'll get back in it. And I'll, right, I'll I'm gonna I'm gonna come back next week and see how that went. Yeah, well, I want you to ask me how my app that I had app of the week last week went. 
How'd that go? Oh my god, I've probably wasted eighty hours in this what, app. What what app was it again? The Numberama Numberama two or something like that. Wait, wasn't that what what Cho suggested? No, that was mine. Numberama two. And and I I spend so much time on that. It's it's ridiculous. I I love it. I hate it. So that's what I got. Ski and snow. I like it. What you got? All right. Well, I do not have. Uh, I'm gonna go off trails a little bit. Speaking of trails, and um, because I because I've used this tip of several times. Uh, you you know that one of my favorite tech writers is David Pogue, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he he's been with Yahoo for a while, and he he's also written uh, a series of books called The Missing Manual. Yep, yep. And he came out with a, a few books in the past couple of years. <laughs> there's a book of it's called Pogue's Basic, and it's mostly tech stuff. All right. And then there's a Pogue. This was more fun though. It's Pogue's Basic on life. Life. And um. <laughs> For anybody, like you could buy this for your mom, for or you could buy it for anybody. But there's some really funny stuff. The tech stuff, you you know all the answers to that. Okay. But the life thing, there's like really goofy stuff in there that you would never think of. Here's, I just want to throw a tip out there. It's called it, the the name of the book is Pogue's Basic Basics Life, Essential Tips and and Shortcuts, uh, that no one bothers to tell you. <clears throat> and one of them specifically that I've used several times, I had no idea. Is do you know on a remote in your car, like you try to like yeah. uh, lock the doors from far yeah. away or something? Yeah. And some, if you have brand new batteries in a newer car, maybe maybe you could go thirty feet or maybe even fifty yards, yeah. depending on what it is. He had this tip where if you put it on your head and push the button, it increases the range like five times. And I'm like that is BS. <laughs> it fucking works every time. Does it really? We have a car from 2006, and it has a uh, a remote lock. And the other day, I parked it way in the back of the house, and I was out walking the dog, and I'm like, oh, did I lock the door? And I pushed the button, like I hammered on the button a few times. It didn't work. I just put it on my head, and the next button, it works. And really? somehow your body amplifies, your, amplifies signal. the signal. And I don't even know what kind of signal uh, like a, a standard uh, key lock uses. I don't even know. Huh. It's interesting. Yeah. So I had heard I had heard put it on your head, but I always laugh. You've heard that, that off. before. Yeah. No, it actually works. So so is there an app component to this? No, there's not an app component. So there's not a, like a it's but So this is app of the week segment. I know that you're well, old and you don't understand no, how you things could download, work. You could download it to your to your you know you know. Your oh, it's Kindle not an app. Or, that's not an app. That's book of the week or books of the week or even tip of the week. Or books of the week. Okay. But where, where are you going with the app? How do you just tape it to your phone? I guess that's how you can make it an app. <laughs> <laughs> just take a couple get, rubber bands and put get, it around. I'm trying to get people to go a little analog. Yeah. Well, that's not going to work. All right. Well, Speaking I'm, of analog, I, I have to I have to say, um, was it Double Decker Radio or Double Decker Records? Yes. And what's their what's their Twitter handle at Double Deck? or something um they they're they're a new um listener and um we've kind of been going back and forth on the twitters um recently and it's they're very analog they're a record shop um in in allentown um which is pretty cool yeah and you know it's kind of cool that 
They had and their own it, app. That kind of harkens us back to you know our digital versus analog days. Yeah. And so I kind of I kind of think it's did cool. They're there? the they're the harbingers of of analog, don't did, you think? Did you go there and check it out? I no. I <laughs> you don't even have a turntable. Do I don't no. I don't have anything. But you know it'd be uh, dude. I that was that would bring back so many memories of of my youth, going to a record store and just spending hours. Um, Tower Records in Nashville. I remember spending hours oh, in yeah. Tower Records. Yeah, I remember Tower Records were everywhere. Oh, yeah, I love Tower Man. Records. Dude, they had that classical room that was isolated from the rest of the... Oh, it was so awesome. Uh, they really catered to, to every musical taste. They did oh, a really every, good job yeah. that. They did a great job of kind of kind of um, and they never, curating it. And they also never became like some of the bookstores where they swamped out all the little guys. They just, they just did a good job. At, there was a great indie section. I mean, yeah. it was, it was awesome. If yeah. you, if you were an indie artist in the area, you could put your I stuff in. Bad, like you have bad feelings about borders and, and uh, Barnes and Noble, like killing the little guy, but I never have a bad feeling about tower records. They never, No, it seemed like the little guy got big and stayed little, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I that was that was pretty awesome. So you know, I I think maybe this week I might venture to double decker. I don't know records. if I'll go skiing with you, but I'll go to double decker. Yeah, I, so I actually have a turntable down here. We could listen to a song. Do you, do you really have a turntable <laughs> there? there? What do you do with it? You put oh, records, I see what you do. You you put, you put stuff you put on LPs it. in yeah, there. Yeah, you put stuff on it. It's a storage rack. Is what it right is. Yeah, in fact, that's the that's the New York Times. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, that's the cardboard. That's the cardboard. Yeah. Google, <laughs> Google cardboard on top of there. That's exactly what that is. <laughs> that's pretty funny. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so JoJo, do you do you have anything for app of the week over there as you type away? And I'm 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 not sure what's going on. Are you, are you writing a novella over there? <laughs> uh, I would write a novella if I could spell the word novella. All right, uh, but do- no, I'm kind of. A uh, man of many hats right now. Uh, but so <laughs> going back to a question you had about three hours ago. Um, no, seriously, Double Decker Records. I'm going to tweet them in a moment, but it's Double Decker, R-E-C. Is yeah. Twitter handle. All right. Uh, but I'm going to uh, put them in a Twitter uh, in a tweet in a second. All right. Awesome. Uh, but my app of the week uh, is also a book. No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this show's going downhill. Downhill fast. Um, Is it a digital book, at least? <laughs> <laughs> it's a book in something called iBooks. I'm not that familiar with it, but... Uh, no, it's actually an app called Aftership. So A-F-T-E-R-S-H-I-P. Uh, and it's a powerful but simple little app for tracking shipments that come to you. Um, you put in the tracking number, it automatically fills in who it's coming from, whether it be Postal Service, FedEx, UPS. You can get updates and alerts. Uh, and it is one of the best. I've tried probably about five different ones, including the carrier-specific ones, and I found it to be better than even the FedEx and UPS ones themselves. Really? You can get updates. You can archive packages that have been shipped to you just to have them for future reference. Um, and it you know, it lets you put in even little notes of like giving the package another name so you can kind of keep track if you have a couple different coming for, especially like around Christmas time or whatnot. But after ship would be my recommendation. It might be $1.99, but... I would say it's definitely worth it because of how, how how robust it is. Yes, after ship. That's awesome. All right. So so you have to literally put in the the tracking number. Does it can it differentiate if you put it just put in the tracking tracking number? It knows where it comes from. Yes. Or I, do think, you, I think UPS and uh, the post office and FedEx have different like. They do, but so I have UPS, I have FedEx, and I have a um, 
I don't have a USPS because I don't even know if they have one. But I have those. They do. But they automatically fill it in. Like, I've got notifications, and I didn't even realize I put the tracking number in because it knew my address and everything. It just kind of filled it in into those. So I guess that's the only thing that might put an advantage to the individual carrier ones. So you get notifications on that one and and everything? Yes. Uh, And it does know. um, It can differentiate between the different carriers' tracking numbers. So uh, the cool thing is if you, let's say you're in an email on on your phone, and then you copy the tracking number to then put it in the app. As soon as you open the app, it knows you have the tracking number in the clipboard and then asks you if you want to add the package in, yeah, which okay. is really cool. So it's like just those little little nuances and then immediately plugs it in within, I'd say, half a second, pulls up the carrier. And then you have an option of typing in a note more specific, like if it's coming from Amazon or if it's a gift for your niece or whatever the case is. And then you'll get updates all the way through, including... Uh, and they're pretty, it's a push thing. So obviously it's, it automatically grabs it and keeps you up to date. Um, and then obviously you can see that on your, your lock screen and whatnot to, to make it as easy as possible. But So that's that's how you knew that you got your iPad Pro and your pencil and everything delivered. You, you got that. And, and the drone that's on its way, yes. The drone yeah, I ordered the while on the show about right. 20 minutes ago, right? Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> so it, after ship. I'm going to go download that. You're going to try it out. Yeah, you get lots right, of shipments absolutely. yourself there, Tebow. No, I don't. I'm, I'm a poor boy. <laughs> After ship, is that one word or two words? No, one, two words. Uh, one word. The second part of it is uh, capital package. S. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I see. There's a website for it, too. Oh, it's free. Yeah. Even better. How do you, how does it, how do they monetize that? Like, how do they make money on that? I wonder. Uh, yeah, that's, I don't know. That's a good question. I actually thought I paid for that one because I was, like I said, I tried about five of them and I was very, this is my favorite one by far. And I compared against the UPS and FedEx and I always just go back to that one. Um, but I don't know. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. You can right. add it as a button to your web browser too. That's cool. All right. I like that. All right, man. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So I, I don't know. Do we have, I don't necessarily have a flop of the week so we can. No, I'll take that back. You have a flop of the week. Yeah, I do. Okay. It's called Pocket Earth. Pocket Earth? Yeah. It It's offline travel maps. It's Google Maps that charges money for, you know, topo maps and you can save offline maps. Um it's it it doesn't do anything that Google Earth does in it. It's just why bother? You know, Google Maps can save offline. I why do apps need to recreate um, what's already there? You know, how many fart apps do we need? How many pocket Earths do we need? You know, I I just I don't understand. There's a pocket Earth Pro version, right? I I have the Pro version on paid, my phone. You paid five dollars yeah. for it. Five dollars, I, dude. I, I I got a I got a couple of iTunes gift cards for Christmas. And Why did you download I, I it? I literally I literally went through and I said, "All right, what can I what can I buy?" What did and, you? Why did you? Why you could have bought the David Bowie album? I have iTunes Music. I don't need to buy the album. I'll I'll download it. But no, I that was the whole point was research on the show. I you know I'll write that off. Oh my god, that's funny. But yeah, so again, it's one of those things. I was hoping for something more than it was. It costs money. It must be have some value. 
Yeah, I was hoping for more than it was, and I, I everything on it I've seen I can get for free. But I, I mean, I guess I could pay for the topographical maps. They're another five bucks. I mean, in, it gets pretty good purchases. ratings, actually. I'm, I'm tempted to download the free version just to see what's so sucky about it. <laughs> Wait, I don't, I, to be honest be... with you, I don't think the app is that sucky. But the fact that everything that I've seen with it, I can do for free. Yeah. It, it That's kind of where my flop comes in. Right. It, it's like, why reinvent the wheel? If the wheel's already round, why put another wheel out there? Well, there's some, there's some apps that are really good at, at like simplifying things and we've talked about this before i don't know if this does that or not but i'll give it a shot i have not found an app that is even speaking of flops i haven't found an app that's worth talking about as a flop or that i love in a long time which is sort of why i'm sort of holding up books this week because i'm sort of going off of last week's the idea of home kit um, but I'll, I'll keep looking. It's a lot of work to find a, an app that you love each week. I mean, in yeah. a year you'd have, you'd have 50 apps on your phone. If you loved them, you'd keep them there. Anyway, I think I'm good. You got anything else? No, I, I, dude, I'm, I, I, I like what we've done. You, you're awesome. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I, if, busy, if any, I'm, I'm going to edit that out of the show. By the way, <laughs> wait, wait, you just said I'm awesome. I know, I know, but I'm going to edit that out because I don't want that coming back to bite me in the ass no, later T-Bone on. Does not think that Bob is awesome. Hey, Jojo, thanks for coming in and retweeting everything for us. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Can I do a quick little uh, social media shout out? Yeah, I'd love yeah, for you awesome. to. Um, so we had two new followers to note on Twitter. So I want to thank you very much uh, for that. That is awesome. And um, yeah, it was fun retweeting and just kind of uh, putting uh, on paper, so to speak, what we're talking about, uh, just so we can kind of keep track and all the fans and the viewing audience from home can keep track and reminisce uh, a week from now while they're listening to the podcast for the fifth time. Um, But yeah, again, thank you. We are uh, up to 114 followers on Twitter, so we appreciate that. And uh, we look forward to many uh, more awesome weeks to come. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, man. Keep it going. Um, If you want to check us out, um, you know where we all the all the usual suspects iTunes subscribe there oldguyswithglasses.com is our home and we'll Round see you on the flip side right. Peace out, man. Right. see everybody ground control to major tom take your protein pills and put your helmet on Ground control to major tones. Seven, six, commencing countdown engines on. Two, check ignition and may God's love be with you.
Transcendation.